Happy Wednesday, folks, and welcome back to the After Time, a weekly NBA gambling podcast brought to you by two extremely punctual professional gambling brothers. My name is Ryan, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother Ronan. Hello, Ryan's hosting today because I'm using a weird microphone. Yeah, if Ronan sounds odd, if he sounds like uh, when you used to play Call of Duty on like Xbox 360, that's because he's using a gaming headset to talk into. Yeah, if I accidentally shout, I apologise because I've got a headset on and I'm struggling even to hear Ryan here. <laughs> yeah, it's quite we're funny. In, we're still in flux at the minute with the, the studio change. So. Yeah, we're yeah in a state, yeah, a state of flux. And we're also busy today because we're both, well, I'm flying to Spain in a couple of hours. Ryan's flying tomorrow for our cousin's wedding, so... It's all a bit hectic at the minute. We're trying to bait out a podcast while we can because I did promise the listeners I would have one yesterday. Yeah, he made a, another promise. Yet again. Although, to be fair, and one I, day late is a lot better than like two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, gotta be. I think we're, gotta we're be. improving. Yeah, and I think so. It wouldn't be like, a, you know, it's kind of, it's really, it's on brand for us to to be a day late and to have you using a shitty headset yeah, on, the, on the 10th podcast. So Number 10, yeah. yeah. Well done us on making it the 10 and also a, a big one. Yeah, I'm surprised we got this far too, but... It seems quality seems to be dipping in the last two episodes in terms of studio and noise, and but we'll get we'll get them ironed out, and once we get settled, everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this know, is really fucking weird, by the way, sitting with this this headset on. I feel like I'm playing Call of Duty again. <laughs> yeah, but you just don't have a controller. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. It's weird. Um. So but yeah, big one in terms of what we're about to talk about. Yeah. The I finals mean, are here. This is kind of the whole point of of the exercise is to build up to to this final series and kind of came into it in an interesting way with. Well, the Celtics Heat series going to seven, uh, which we'll we'll touch on, and also the the Mavs maybe not putting up as much of a fight against the Warriors as we thought. But uh, before we even jump into that, we'll just run through kind of a wee life update. So I'm just back from Edinburgh after running the Ed Marathon and raised nearly two grand. So thanks, shout out to anyone who is a listener and who also donated. Well done. Yeah, thanks. So my legs are finally starting to feel somewhat normal today. But Ramp City uh, was it? Yeah, I was walking like John Wayne around Edinburgh, and Edinburgh's very hilly, like so. It was like stairs have been a disaster, and yeah, it was it was rough. It was the, I got four four hours twenty eight. So let's give the listeners a bit of a, a not a mile by mile update, but sort of break the race up into sections. How how did the first half go? Oh, first first bit starts in Edinburgh Old Town, and you're running past, and there's tons of crowds there, obviously because they don't have to move anywhere. Uh, which was great and you know you're, you got all your energy and you're buzzing and you're pumped up and you're like looking at everyone and you're like yeah giving smiles and all and then felt well yeah started to feel machines after one kilometer so I was like oh, okay fuck. that might be bad but I think it was just getting warmed up grand until I seen the first guy I noticed that it pulled out was after two kilometers and he was off on the side like stretching something so yeah god love him and he was one of the first groups so he probably was expecting oh he was expecting big things yeah kind oh, of fucked it. yeah so i mean at least he didn't shit himself like yeah, uh, shout out paula radcliffe yeah uh shout out paula radcliffe uh, <laughs> if she's listening um and yeah so i got there about halfway also one of my favorite chats in golf the paula radcliffe yeah low and wait what is it <laughs> no it doesn't look good but it's a gore or something doesn't look good but it's a gore yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's when you hit it like you know, you you thin it and it goes it goes quite lot quite far, but I, low and yeah, it doesn't look good, but it'll run. It doesn't look good, but it'll run. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Uh, the fuck punchline, but we'll get there. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the daddy liquor. Oh, for fuck's sake! It opens up the hole. That was a PG <laughs> podcast for fuck's sake. No, it's explicit. Oh, true. Uh, oh, true. Yeah, we do mark explicit every week. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, back to the run. So got about halfway and started to feel my quads. Like I started to notice them. So that's always a bad sign. Yeah. Especially when half was like the most I ran in practice and. I got the mile 17. Hold on, let me stop you there. So half is the most I ran in practice is an interesting thing to say. 
And also, when you look at your performance, <laughs> it seems to nosedive after half. Yeah, you can see my my split, uh, my splits, like the pace of them, and it's like all like five forty five to six minutes, I think, and then it gets to the half, and then it just drops. Why do you think that happens? Uh, I think because that was the most of running practice, and I haven't run. In about and you months. probably had COVID too. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a battle, you know. It was a struggle, but we got there. Um, but I mean, the question was: Is it a mental or physical battle? And I think you find the answer is probably both. Well, men, as in, but yeah. you won the mental battle. Yeah, no, oh, I smashed the mental battle. Like, yeah, I, I self doubt was around every corner, and I just I beat the fuck out Battered. of him. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, he got the shit kicked out of him. But no, it was it was honestly just my body was failing me. My legs just started to cramp, and like anyone who's experienced that when like playing football was when it would I get it more playing football. But in the run, like, you, you just can't do anything. Like, you physically can't run. Your fucking legs are crapping. So I was just mauling all the sweets into me. Anytime there was wee kids out there, on, you know, outside their house, like, cheering people on, had boxes of Haribo, and I was just two-handed, pulling as, as much of them out as I could. But, uh... Well, Park can only take you so far when you're cramping. Yeah, but, like, once the, the sugar and, and then fucking the wee gels that you get kicked in, like, the cramps sort of died off. Like, it was still sore, but I just sort of kept it chugging along then. Still have to walk a couple of times more than I would have liked to, but... Yeah, we got there, and shout out the old boy who I seen when I was going to get into the car to leave after it all, and I stayed around after the end for a while, and he was bringing up the rear, and there was some woman in a big, like, you know, EMT suit running alongside him, cheering him on, he was bringing up, like, this six hour, six and a half hour mark, oh, I think he was the last guy, but I think he might have got it done. Fair play. He looked like Christopher Walken in that uh, Fat Boy Slim music video when he was running, though, he was just <laughs> fucking, it was all arms, like, he was just, oh, fuck's yeah, it. he was chugging along. But... Much like the Boston Celtics. Did it the hard way, but they got there. In but the they end. got there in the end. Yeah, exactly. Which so, I think we're going to touch on first. Yeah, we'll jump into uh, that series. So obviously, everyone should be aware by now that our finals matchup is the Golden State Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. Happy fucking days. Yeah, which is a great outcome for for us, and not only as gamblers but also as fans and for basketball because, fans. Yeah, and for basketball fans, it's, it's the dream it's, finals. Yeah, if if you well, you couldn't have Bucks Celtics because they're both in the East, so the next best one was probably this, right? A hundred percent. And just getting the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers knocked out meant that <laughs> the finals. The, yeah, meant that the finals was going to be enjoyable no matter what. And it was good that those two teams met in the semi-finals, so at least one of them was gone. And then it was just fucking on your hands and knees praying that the Celtics beat the Heat. And like as we as we've as we've seen during that series, it was just. It was like Liverpool-Real Madrid in the Champions League final. In fact, it was like Real Madrid, Real Madrid the whole fucking run to the Champions League final were the worst team in every single leg. And they kept winning, kept winning, kept winning. And I thought it was going to fucking happen again because the Celtics were quite clearly the best team in that series. It wasn't even close. Mm. I thought they were night and day, but they just kept beating themselves. And right. justice has been done, as I, I tweeted about the other day. Like Justice has been done. The best team ended up winning. And now we're going to move on to the the best possible finals match. They did make a bit of a dog's dinner. Oh yeah, but but it's it was mostly it was less so the heat. You know, the heat weren't in it as much as the Celtics were shooting themselves in the foot with turnovers. Mm. It was just any time the Celtics had fucking nearly twenty turnovers, they lost because the Heat were able to get out in transition. Do you know, in the NBA, easiest way to score a basket is steal the ball from the other team. You get out in transition, and it's impossible to stop most teams. Do you know, whereas when the Heat. Uh, you seen when it really slowed down, the Celtics took care of the ball. There was a lot of half-court offense, and the Heat only had Jimmy Butler. Uh, he can only do so much. I was going to say, like when the Celtics weren't turning it over and offering up easy transition buckets, the Heat's answer was their half-court offense, which is which is, is, has never been great. Yeah, you know? I mean, the like you kind of seen how limited in that sense Bam is against a good set defense. Yeah, you know, like, especially you know, with Tyler Hero injured. Yeah, 
So, I mean, Butler had to carry and he did. And for anyone who doesn't like him or, do, you know, no matter what you think of him, like, it was pretty fucking impressive what he was doing. Well, especially game six. Yeah. Like, like that, obviously, the last podcast was recorded, I think, after game four. Maybe actually even earlier. Mm. And the, yeah, game six was, it was one of those games where after the Celtics won game five on the road, they were 3-2 up, bring the series to Boston. See out the last game. Oh, they won yeah, game like five that. by like twenty five or yeah, thirty. I think everyone on the ground. He thought the Celtics were going to see oh, yeah. out. In the did, did you see the odds? The Celtics were like one point two really? to win. Yeah, five to one on to win that match, and it was just one of those games where they shot terribly. They just they just didn't turn up. I don't even think that the turnovers were too bad. It was the shooting. Yeah, just, just was didn't that turn the up. one where Smart was like one for nine? Yeah, from three. Yeah, it was. But then he saved them in game seven with the big free throws down the end, and it, like again, they were leading wire to wire. They had, I think they were up 20 at some stage. I would think with three minutes left, they were up 11, maybe even more. And then they hate to get it to fucking one point. One and point. the Celtics just take four three-pointers in a row. They start trying to milk the clock. It gets a bit, the offense slows down. It gets a bit shitty looking. And then they hate get a rebound, push it down the court. Jimmy Butler's one-on-one one with Jimmy Al Horford. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck. And he pulls up and shoots a three. Yeah, the notorious, what was he this season? Like 23%. 23%, I think. In the playoffs, I think in the playoffs, I think it was a bit better. A bit better, or maybe it wasn't the playoffs, or it was like the last month or two of the regular season. He was shooting like nine yeah, percent or something yeah, from three. Yeah, he's not like, a good three point shooter. Not a good three point no. shooter, and it's funny afterwards all the interviews and I get why they said and the way they said like, look, he got an open look at three to take the win. He's that kind of player, but it's like I get that if you're a career thirty three, even a, career, a, a NBA average three point shooter, and oh, you're the team that, leader, yeah, yeah. you shoot that shot. Yeah. but like. You're not a good three-point shooter, and you're also great at going to the rim, great at drawing fouls. Probably, like, would it have surprised you if he just took it to the basket, got an one? Well, I was about to say, that is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Mm. That's what he does. He gets to the basket, puts his shoulder down, you know, leans into the defender. It'll be a wee bit of contact, enough to call a foul, get the and one, and your dreams are crushed. Mm. I was, you know, if you play that, that possession over and over again from Butler getting the rebound, like, play that a thousand times, he's taken it to the, play it a hundred times, he's taken it to the rim, like, 90 times do you know yeah. 90% of the or, time or yeah like what would have happened if, if he took 100 of them to the rim versus 100 of the threes oh know? my god well, yeah you go to the rim 20, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think I think his issue was he was knackered he was really uh, tired because he played every uh, minute because I'm sure it was a front rim miss which is the always a sign miss. of someone who's tired exactly and it was he played every minute and I just think you know there could have been a wee bit of quit in him you know, going mm-hmm. to the basket, maybe he knows himself he doesn't have the legs because Al Horford's a great defender. Yeah. Seven foot tall, some, athletic. Class blocks in the Brilliant blocks, though. really good with his hands, like stripping the ball when people are trying to go up. Yeah. But then again, that's what Butler's good at, protecting the ball and getting fouled. You know, even go to the free throw line and try and make your two free throws, which he's been doing all series. True, so, like, which would have put it over time, right? Yeah. But then another thing I saw people were saying, remember the uh, Sixers, Raptors? I seen this video, yeah. Yeah, where Butler went to the rim with the same amount of time left, down two, and scored. And then, of course, Kawhi Leonard went and scored that shot, in over- shot. to get the game to overtime, and then Kawhi Leonard scores the shot in overtime to win. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if he takes the three, they probably win the game, versus he goes to overtime, he's already played 48 minutes. I mean, if he's so knackered that he's already making the decision to pull up for a worse shot rather than drive to the rim in regular time, you could safely assume he probably wouldn't have wanted to go to overtime. Yeah, exactly. So. And the, the weird thing is, like you were saying earlier, it's not that shot's not in his wheelhouse. Like, no. I pull up three. If it was Tyler Hero, 
you'd be like, oh, he shoots that shot, or Ka- maybe not Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, yeah. that's their shot. Jimmy Butler never shoots set threes. If he gets an open three, he dribbles in. Mm. So pulling up for three on a fast break with 11 seconds left is... And a one-on-one. A one-on-one is the yeah. weirdest, least Jimmy Butler decision I've ever seen. But if that goes in... Yeah, if it goes in, yeah, but, you know, you know, in terms of shot quality and oh, all no, that, yeah, yeah, 100% shot just, quality. I think it was the wrong shot. It was the wrong shot, but it would have been like an all-time playoff moment if he hit that. Oh, yeah, yeah. An all-time us talking about that for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and I mean, typical us, if that goes in, it's the type of shit that happens when you bet on teams. <laughs> yeah. Especially the Celtics team, they have got a, a wee bit of bottle in them in, oh, yeah. in, in a bad way. Do you know, yeah, they which, are not, they, they bottle game six at home. Mm-hmm. Do you know, they, they've got that in them and this Miami team just doesn't go away, even though they're not as good as other teams. Like, they're quite clearly, like I said, weren't as good as the Celtics, but they just fucking fight and battle and... I feel I feel a bit, well, I feel validated in calling them a fake one seed, but in terms of they didn't make it to the finals, but they still made it to the conference finals and brought it to game seven against what we yeah. think is the best team in the NBA. That's what I'm so, saying. They're, they, they punch above their weight. Yeah. And, but then, it's weird. It's a funny thing to say about a team that they punch above their weight when they were the one seed. They were the one seed, but, yeah. they, but they do. Do you know, I think they play, they're more like a collective, some of their parts is, is, is greater than, or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's it's just, when they come together, and they've got the best coach in the East. Mm-hmm. Do you know, when you put that all together with like, they're all they're all dogs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, put it together with really like defensive mindset with really good coaching, and they're a really hard team to beat regardless of the talent gap. Yeah, you know. So Are you excited to stop talking about them. Yeah. So once we draw the line under the heat, um, um. Well, do you know what? Actually, I'll He's get fucking wearing a pair of heat shorts. Yeah, but they're really nice. I just seen those. As I was well. wearing these during Game Seven. <laughs> were, yeah. but they're really nice. Are the Celtics have probably. Yeah, You're but okay. yeah, but you know, I'll give them their 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 fair dues. Do you know, like, they're you can't appreciate a wee bit how hard to beat they are yeah I do appreciate that I, they're, they're annoying yeah they're they're very good at being annoying yeah really they're good villains yeah. and they're really hard to bet against because they are good villains but and shout out Kyle Lowry especially for being chief villain yeah top villain because Maybe I can respect the top, top five villains NBA oh, top three top because three. I can respect Jimmy Butler because he's really good top three um, off the top of my head it would be Lowry Chris Paul and Pat Bev uh, yeah gotta be gotta yeah. be I'm can't trying really to think, think of anymore. anyone else those three are a good shout. Luca, Luca's on the outside. Luca? Yeah, I think Luca's got a good villain streak in him. What did you call that fucking tall white guy who was always the bench mob and he was a melter and he was... Uh, who did he play for? Was he the one that got done for the anti-Semitic stuff on... Myers Leonard? Was it him? And he he was, wasn't a villain. No, but he's he... clean cut. He's well, good. I mean, he was anti-Semitic. That's pretty villainous. No, like. but he's like clean cut. Uh, maybe he's a bit Trumpy. No. Um, yeah, yeah I be. think he's a bit no, Trumpy. No, but there was some... Was it not that he was always on the bench giving it fucking stacks in like, the playoff games? Uh, was he on the he was on the heat he in the, the heat, their bubble yeah. run, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was always on the bench and like it would always flick to him and he was like giving... You know, he never played. Yeah. And he was just a melter. Yeah, well, I think the anti-Semitic stuff's probably enough to get him on the... Yeah, we'll put him, yeah, we'll put him with a... He literally hasn't bounced the ball since. He's been no. kicked out of the league, yeah. more or less. Um, no, but th- those are that's a good top three villain list. I'm trying to think anymore, but they're all point guards too. I mean, that's what you have to do when you're small. Yeah, I suppose all undersized. Yeah, as well. Yeah, the Napoleon complexes. Yeah. I think. Well, normally CP3 would probably be number one, but because we were betting against Larry, like you, re- all his warts were really obvious, yeah. like the flopping and the charges, oh. and just he flops anytime anyone goes anywhere near him. It's miserable. Mark Smart. True. It's a, if we if we bet on the if heat, bet against he, them, Marcus Smart, he'd yeah. be he'd be up there. Yeah, I put think. him in the top four. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Another point guard. Another small point guard. Well, not so small, but yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Interesting. That'd be a good one. Top five or top ten. Uh, that'd be an off-season podcast. Top Kyrie ten Irving? villains and 
Oh, Irving, Irving and Ben Simmons. Yeah, but they're they're it for a different reason. Yeah, they're not for like, off-court antics. Yeah, less so. What Kyrie does, doesn't do anything annoying on the court apart no. from quit in the playoffs against the Bucks yeah. 2018. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good one. We'll save that for the off-season. We'll do a top ten villains, top ten heroes, heroes. Yeah, it's like WWE. Yeah. Like faces and this is what this teams. is the NBA. Like everyone says, it's basically like a, a soap opera for for men who like yeah. sports. Yeah, like true. it's so dramatic. Like, well, right. we we find enough time to talk about it every week. Oh but... yeah, well. But that's every two weeks. <laughs> every two, three weeks, yeah. Uh, sometimes every ten days, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we've got the Celtics made it through eventually, through seven, and not really too much to talk about, is there, in terms of uh, the other series, the Warriors-Mavs? No. The Mavs, do you know what? I, no no shade thrown at them. Well done. You know, Good run. Four, made it to the conference finals with a fucking Luca and... The B squad, like. Et al. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what? look at et al. Like, yeah. they had Reggie Bullock playing big minutes in their whole playoff run and they got him off the scrap heap a couple of months ago. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't play for anyone, right? No. He was and free he was, on, he was, he had the, he was free agent, you know, and they, they don't think they had any lottery picks around Luca. Do you know? No. Brunson was outside, outside the top 10. Finney Smith, I think, was second round. Kleber. Kleber was foreign. Uh, God, can you say foreign? Is that a bad word? Yeah, you can say foreign. <laughs> he is foreign. Labor's yeah. foreign. Uh, Mac, or Dwight Powell, I don't know where he went. I don't think he was a lottery. He was, definitely wasn't a lottery pick. No. Do you know, it's a it's a ragtag team. Frank Nidlikina. Nidlikina was a lottery pick, but he was a, he's a bust. Yeah. Do you know, he actually wasn't too bad, but he he's played. He's all right, yeah. yeah. He had some threes. And decent then, defense. Uh, but... They were missing, uh, I always, for some reason, every time I try and think of his name. I Tim Hardaway Jr. Every time I think Tim Hardaway Jr., I think of Taylor Horton Tucker. That's really nice. <laughs> uh but yeah, so missing THJ and, you know, I mean, not that he's a fucking needle mover of, in any massive sense, but I mean, still missing Another player, for, yeah. for an under, uh, you know, uh, not undersized squad, but you know what I mean? Like, a not a great squad, yeah. missing anyone is going gonna to hurt even I mean, harder. in the last couple of years, he's been their second best player. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say he's better than Brunson at the minute, but no, Brunson's he's, missed better. Season. he's missed a lot of the season, yeah. you know, so, but he might have helped uh, make threes. In games, what games five and six? Yeah. Oh, they won game four and lost game five. They could put out four one, but mm-hmm. you know they just couldn't hit threes. No, the the only game they won was the game they actually made shots. The rest they shot terribly, and a lot of them were wide open. It's just the talent gap between the Warriors and the Mavs was just too big. Yeah, Luca can't bridge that by himself. No. You know, he, he did. He did his best, like, but yeah, another good another good uh, playoff run for him. I know he's been knocked out in the first round. The last two years but he's always been amazing yeah. he finds a way to step up his game we talked about that yeah in the first couple of podcasts like you know how impressive he was even in those losses against the Clippers so and against what was potentially injury free one of the best teams if not should have and could have in another universe won the title the Suns so, oh yeah oh no I mean the Clippers that Clippers oh, right, team sorry, yeah, with Kawhi yeah. and put MPG yeah. and the Suns team yeah, you know, 64 well. wins yeah. you know. so I think from my perspective I think uh, it's nothing you know hold your head up did really well and like you know, Lucas still what twenty two. Yeah, so. they just have to work on the the roster in the off season. Yeah, get get do. some better players in. Yeah, yeah. They might lose Brunson though. True, potentially. We'll see. We'll do. Uh, after the season wraps up, we'll do a uh, post season podcast about some trades and stuff as well. Maybe yeah, some some early thoughts on on next year because again we've mentioned this before, but we start betting on like futures. Like I have futures that came in actually a couple of random or a couple of winners, but also a couple of losers. But from like. Like, August. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, we start, depends when the trades happen. Yeah, as soon as the as soon as like the markets open, like there there can be value places with early trades and stuff. But yeah, something we'll get on like, to. I but, remember when KD got traded to the Warriors. I was straight down the bookies, and that was I think August. 
Oh yeah, that was like yeah. you know. So that's a long. You're gonna be waiting ten months to get paid out because the season doesn't end until. But the, the good thing is, like, you can slowly build up. Like, you can take positions on sides and start to move it, and you get to the point. Like, so actually, someone asked me, they were like, "How how do you end up with like, well, winning outcome for like sixteens? It's like, well, because if you bet on them, because you can see that they're gonna come in. So you're betting on teams when they're fifty to one or forty to one, thirty to one before they come in, but five to one yep. later on in the season, and you can. It, it enables you to bet on multiple teams and have multiple winners no matter what the outcome is so thankfully for me my biggest uh, position in with the last like by the semi-finals or my biggest loser was uh the sun so once i got put out i was basically yeah you covered yourself quite well i covered well and i've got to the point at the minute i'm sitting where i basically make you know x amount if the warriors win and twice as much if the celtics win yeah i'm the same i'm x amount if the warriors win but four times as much if the celtics win. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Uh, we'll get on to that when we touch on this this series but i was just gonna say remember when uh we what podcast episode was it, it might have been episode three where we tipped the celtics to win the atlantic division at i know i got on it at like 40 or no 20 uh, 20 to 1 and it was 10 to 1 when i tipped it like the outright odds for the Celtics then were like 50 to 1. Yeah. And that was in If they win, they're March. the uh, biggest pre-season odds NBA championship winner of all time. Are they? Mm-hmm. Seen Bigger than 15 Warriors? Apparently, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. And you know, I bet you if you check their odds in December, uh, yeah, after that, they would have been 100 to 1. Oh, after that run where just before Jalen Brown tweeted uh, the energy. The energy has changed. The energy has changed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, were, they had a losing record. I think they started the season like 22 and 22. And, and then, there was like the rumours about them fighting in the fucking locker room yeah. or in the locker room and all that shit. Should they know? break up the two Js? And they're all talking about like, like Smart came out and said they need to pass more, all this yeah. shit. And like I, at that it. point, I bet you you could have got some crazy odds. On oh, them, big yeah. time. I'd love to check the Betfair graph to see Actually. what the highest odds matched were. But they must have had some team meeting to get that sorted out. Because <laughs> it wasn't like they were losing games... They were losing close enough games, but it wasn't like they were losing games and every loss was, oh, they're the better team, they just lost. Like They were just they just looked bang average. Yeah, and I've just checked Betfair there. So on Betfair, interestingly enough, because of the, the time when this would have been happening and like how low the liquidity is in Betfair and, st- and stuff, it might not have actually been the best place for odds. No. But the highest, the Celtics have a match for the outright, is 95. I mean, that's pretty fucking That's big. pretty fucking high for yeah. a team that's in the finals. That means they probably would, you probably could have got nearly 100 to 1 into bookies yeah. in December. I think so. Which is crazy. The turnaround has been amazing and you have to give them a lot of credit for that. Oh. And uh, like watching them play, it isn't a fluke. This is not a fluke. They've been the clear best team since the turn of the year. Do you know, yeah. since, since January 1st, they have been, in my eyes, far and away the best team. Now, the Warriors were missing players with injuries and stuff and now... You could make the argument. I could totally make understand the argument that the Warriors are a better team than Celtics. You know, when everyone's healthy. Mm-hmm. But now that we're going to get onto the preview in the finals, I I just need to reiterate that this is the best possible matchup. I do think these are the two best teams in the NBA. Yeah. And it's it's a dream finals for for fans. For and, an NBA and, fan, if you're a fan of either team, if you're a fan of neither team, like there's no real. Like, yeah, and the matchups are brilliant. There's so much to to follow, so much to dive into, so much to to look out for. Two good coaches. The coaching, yeah. Well. Oh, uh, so what you don't like her? I don't know. I do and I don't. He does some some things. He he, he subbed in Festus Azili in the last <laughs> two minutes Throw of the twenty sixteen game seven, and he got roasted over and over by LeBron. And I was like, "What are you doing?" He just makes some really crazy decisions sometimes. But I do appreciate that, like you know, his record kind of stands for itself but then does it stand for itself because when Luke Walton took over the team for what was a run of 40 games Mike Brown took over the team the record they played better the record was better it's like 
when you have those players, is it really that this hard to the, find a coach? The Pep Guardiola. Um, yeah, a wee bit. Do you know if you swap these coaches around, does either team get better? I think the Warriors get better. I don't know. I just think St- Steve Kerr, like he's the right man for the job in terms of he's good at managing personalities stuff like that but I just don't know if he gets the, the most out of his players or in game he makes the right, the right adjustments or the right right calls sometimes Interesting. but I think it, it, in terms of coaching it's a bit of a wash slash give the Celtics the slight edge only my... given it's interesting that with a uh, rookie coach you're giving a rookie yeah. coach the slight edge over yeah yeah, like yeah. 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 until god this is going to sound so stupid but until Steve Kerr <laughs> proves otherwise proves otherwise yeah it's just there's too many things over the course of time that have made me go you're a fucking idiot do you know it, I don't know I just I've always had my reservations about him fair enough yeah um, right so we'll jump into the final series then and what so let's we'll talk pick, odds what's the odds yeah so straight off the bat the outright odds for the series win the Warriors are the favourite at 1.64 with home court and the Celtics are obviously the underdog at 2.35 do you think right do you think the Warriors are justified favourites at that price? With home court, with everything I've seen from the Celtics in terms of how good they are, but also how inconsistent they are against the fucking, just how tight the Warriors team can be. Now, to be fair, the Warriors team have their own issues with those type of games where they have 30 turnovers and, you know, they definitely do, but... Honestly, if I was to say, if you were to say, like, what would I have it? I wouldn't have it that far off that. I think nope. I'd have the Warriors 1.8, 1.75. I think that's fair enough. I, yeah. I would have it more of a pick em. Yeah? I definitely think it's at least a pick em, if not Celtics slight favourites for me. Do you think that... And I love the Warriors. This isn't, like, a, a Miami Heat thing where, like, you know, sometimes I can get quite dismissive of teams that I don't like. Uh, I love the Warriors. Like, yeah. always have. I've always loved them. But I do think the Celtic team is just You better. don't think that the... Uh, like home court plus like put it let me put it this way lack of injuries compared to the Celtics the Celtics obviously are bringing a few more injuries in true that is true it's a that's the big question Robert Williams is, yeah. is the big question but the home court thing I don't think it matters too much no. the Celtics don't seem they have a really good road record and they won three times in Miami they won oh, true. I think was it twice in, in Milwaukee it's uh, maybe once or twice but if anything the Celtics need to fucking take care of the business at home Away doesn't seem to be an issue for them. Yeah. It's it's at home they seem to to struggle a bit more. Yeah. But well, okay, so then well if that if you can push that to the side, then the other issue is injuries, right? And you brought up Time Lord. So obviously He's the big one. He's the big one because and I'm I'll let you take this away, but what's the comparison you see between him being available for the Celtics, compare that to the troubles that the Warriors ran into against the Grizzlies? And the lack of trouble they ran into against the Mav, if you see what I mean. Yeah, well, it's it's interior defense, isn't yeah. it? You know, the the Warriors struggled more against the Grizzlies than they did against the Mavs, which I think if you look at the the data, I don't have it in front of me. The Mavs had one of the best defenses in the league this yeah. year. You know, on paper, especially from post Christmas. Yeah, so just 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 looking at defensive rating alone, the Mavs were one of the best defenses in the league. Had a better defense than the Grizzlies, I think. And so you'd expect the Warriors on paper to struggle more against the Mavs to score. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work like that, you know, because of the matchups. So the Warriors struggled against the Grizzlies because they had Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams. They had a lot of size inside. The Mavs had no rim protection whatsoever. Oh, was no their size. Kleber? Maxi Kleber is their best interior defender. He's yeah, he's six ten. He's big and he's he's a decent shot blocker. But once you drop off from Maxi Kleber, who's their next best defender? Is it 
It's not Luca. It's not Brunson. It's oh, it's Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, but he's six foot seven at a push I mean, on a good day. Playing, six like foot six. Ball and they were the playing him at the five. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just not going to get it done against the, the Warriors team. That's that dynamic and movement and cutting and you know they're going to get to the rim. Now, compare that to the Celtics. This is the best defense the Warriors will have faced by a mile, mm-hmm. by a complete mile, and they're built to stop the Warriors with their switching. They switch everything. Al Horford is for, for his age. You know, if you get Al Horford switched on to Steph Curry, I think the Celtics will live with that compared to like, you know, if Jaron Jackson was stuck on the Steph Curry out there, he's a bit slow-footed. Yeah. That's a win for the Warriors. But the Celtics just have so many defensive options that... It's funny because though, like, the the Mavs are also quite switch-heavy and, like, obviously the Celtics have better individual defenders than them. But it's almost like when you're trying to play a switch-heavy defense against this, like, the offense that the Warriors have... You need to be so on point. Like you need every rotation has to be right because they are just constantly fucking switching, shifting in and out. Curry's just bombing about the court. So. That's true. But if someone misses one against the Mavs, if someone misses a switch and the lane opens up, the Mavs have no size or a, a lack of athleticism because there's a lot of white guys to get back and and, and protect the rim. Mm-hmm. Compare that to the Celtics. You know they've got Time Lord six eleven, Al Horford six eleven, both athletic. Jalen Brown six eight. Jason Tatum's like nearly 6'10". Yeah. Do you ever see Jason Tatum stand beside KD? He's the yeah. same height. Oh, yeah. Do you know, that's four players, 6'8 and above. And then you've got Marcus Smart, who's 6'4", but he's, you know, the second best 6'4 and below defender in the league defensive after the after Drew Holiday, defensive player of the year, do you know? So defensively, I think this is, look, looking at it from this side, it's easily, for me, the hardest matchup for the Warriors so far. Mm-hmm. Easily. And it's the hardest matchup on paper of their whole run so far. You know, I saw someone saying on Twitter that, the Grizzlies with Ja are better than the Celtics team. And I was like, are you fucking mad? Like, the Celtics team is the best team in the NBA, I think. You know, this is easily the hardest matchup for the Warriors so far. Yeah, I mean, well, the Celtics had the far harder run to the finals. Oh, yeah. Like, the Celtics took out, like, obviously... Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, Katie and Kyrie. I mean, depends how you look at what that team actually was. But they took, you know, a team that had Katie and Kyrie. That can't be, you know, nothing to, to sniff at. And then they took out the defending champion, Milwaukee Bucks. With the best player in the league. With the best player in the league, who may have, like, there's always a wee small asterisk missing Chris Middleton, but you know they still had to fucking go through them. Then they took out the number one seed in the East, who are one of the best defenses in the league and a fucking a nightmare to play against. Best coach in general with the best coach, versus the Warriors going up against. Apart from the Hawks, what was the worst team in the playoffs with the Nuggets? I know they had the MVP. It but was they, the worst. Yeah, yeah, the worst team. They just yeah. weren't built for the playoffs yeah. with just the way they were set up. Um. Then they had to go through the Grizzlies, who will have been, you know, were tough. For them, yeah, good tougher, team. yeah, a good, good team, team, a good team, but missing their best player, yeah, a young, a good young team that were uh, missing that was missing their best player for for quite a few games, for quite a few games, and then going up against a team that no one expected to get that far, yeah. with a great player, another who, who aren't built to stop the Warriors, who aren't built to stop the Warriors, they, so they, yeah, they're 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 going up against the best defense they played, they're going up against the best team they've played, and they're they're going up against the best player, yeah, well, no, uh, no, Lucas better than Tatum, but two way, Giannis is better than Tatum. No, no, I'm saying they're gonna. The Warriors have gone up against the best player they they've played yet. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they, you know, okay, they no, yeah. Luka, Luka. But no, I do think I'll change that. Luca is better than Tatum overall, mm-hmm. but defensively, like Luca is a fucking traffic cone, yeah. and he gets a bit strappy. And you know when things aren't dropping, he just kind of lets players go past him. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum doesn't do that. You know, you you need to be at your best to score. Like this, the this Celtics team's defense I can't reiterate enough how fucking good it is. It's one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Yeah. When they're when the five guys are on the court. Uh, they're starting five, but then you sub in Derek White, 
and it doesn't really drop that much. Like he's he's a really good defender too. Now he has his moments on offense, but really really good defender. It only kind of gets a bit weaker when Pritchard, Pritchard kind of comes in than Tice. Tice. Yeah, fair enough. It's but I mean it's a, it's, it's the finals. They're it's the finals. Teams up. only play seven seven players. Yeah. You know so. Yeah, I think, I think it's de- it's definitely the hardest team the Warriors have had to face. Now that's looking at it from that side. Let's look at it from the Celtics and who they're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. So Steph Curry obviously is the the big worry. You've just gone up against KD. You've gone up against like literally yeah, Giannis. You've gone up, up against KD, Butler Kyrie, and Curry. Giannis, fucking Butler. Like no, this, there's some teams have won titles before where they've just had a lot of luck where they've missed out playing other teams' best players. Yeah. Like this, if the Celtics win this, like they have had the knockout. There's all no, NBA there's no qualification. Round. There's no, you yep. can't have. Well, you'll probably have those boys on Twitter anyway. It's been like they'll come up with some reason. The middle of an injury. Yeah, the middle of an injury will probably be the big one. But like, if that's the only thing you can kind of cast dispersion on yeah. in your title run, that gets pretty yeah, because injuries always happen. Yeah. They've actually gone up against like all NBA players at every round if they if they can get it done. So, yeah, let's look at it from that from that side. So, how do you stop the Warriors' offense? If you're the Celtics, who who is it that who who do you let beat you? Because I think you saw that with an interesting way they they played the Heat was they realized after a couple of games that you know if you if you bite on Jimmy Butler's fakes he's getting to the free throw line, and if you they they don't they didn't want any open threes so they stayed at home on shooters and let Butler play one on one. So I think there's an obvious answer here. Although he did have a really good last game in the in the last series. Well, I was going to say Clay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Clay. Yeah, before he even said that, I was like, who do you like beat? Yeah, I was like, Clay. It has to be Clay. Because no, even though he has, like, historically been that fucking, you know, my grave man who can, like, when he turns on, will literally be the best player in the NBA and hit, like, you know, what did he drop? Uh, how many Fuck. points in a quarter? Uh, over 30, was yeah, it? Like, over 30 points in With, a quarter. With, like, two dribbles. Yeah, but at this point in time, with this current like Clay that's playing out of that Warriors team apart from like sagging off Draymond which you obviously do but he, he knows how to play around that yeah. like, you know he's good enough and smart enough you have to you have to let Clay beat you because I'd rather let Clay beat me than Poole yeah right yeah yeah because Poole's a better player at the minute I yeah. think yeah you know, more Clay... dynamic can get, to, can get to the rim yeah. you know yeah Clay his problem is the shooting's a bit streakier now, not as good as it was, but his defense has, has fallen off. Mm. And I think on the other side of the ball, the Warriors are going to go at Clay and Poole. We saw them do it. Eh, Warriors sorry, excuse me, the Celtics. We saw the Celtics love, whenever they're playing a switchy team, they love going at players. So we saw it against uh, the Heat with Max Struess. Every single play... Which, by the way, if you're in the playoffs, if you're not doing that, you're... you're oh yeah, you have to. It, yeah. Every single play, Struess was on the court, the Celtics went at him. Mm-hmm. Because the other four Heat was like... Lowry, Butler, Adebayo, and Tucker. Yeah. So they're all good defenders. You want to you want to leave them alone and just go at the, the the bad defender every time. And I love teams that do that. You know, we saw the Suns do it against pick Luka. On the week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, pick it's, on the week. Yeah. You got to do it. No, the team that doesn't do this enough is the Warriors mm-hmm. because they don't pit, run pick and rolls to get certain ma- mismatches. They just run this motion. fucking motion, spacey, pacey offense. But which, to be fair, won't work against the Celtics anyway because there's no one to pick on. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. That, that that fits then against the Celtics because it's not like... Yeah, they don't need to yeah. target people. If, cause... if, they, if they had only got, if they got to the finals by targeting weak players and then they, they, that was their whole game plan and then now, now you've got a team where you can't target anyone. Yeah, so well, still, true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The only difference is all the players that are going to be running their offense against are better. Obviously. Yeah, so so I think on, on that side of the ball, it's going to be... The Celtics' offense is going to look like the same way it looked against the Heat. 
they are going to be targeting clay and targeting pool every play and if you end up with curry on defending you'll go at him too now he's a better defender than people think but still do you know marcus smart can bully curry because marcus smart's a beast do you yeah. know like size wise he could back him down and it's not just that it's the whole making him expend energy on defense yeah. so he doesn't although curry's cardio is ridiculous but like you know he, he will still get punctured by yeah. i mean it's that time of year everyone's fucking tired they're and, all fucking knackered. Yeah. they're all injured yeah. now the warriors did have a week off true but so could that be to their detriment they come out a bit flat maybe i could see that honestly like the more you talk about it and think about it it's really hard to have a really strong opinion on it for me anyway in terms of yeah like the best way we always do this it's like you know it's like a lot of people go who do you think's gonna win it's like it's not really the way you look at it like you have to look at the odds and stuff so like like you mentioned at the start of this wee segment i personally think i'd probably have the warriors as not as strong favorites yeah have them closer to like a 1.8 like a pick them but like are you betting the Celtics at two point three five? If you don't have any skin in the game yet, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I, I already have. Like you said, I have skin in the game. I've got bets on the Celtics from a few months ago, so I, I don't need to do anything from now. But if I didn't have a bet on this, I think the Celtics are value. Um, what odds are they? Two point three five. Two point three five. Ah, yeah. they were they were a bit higher. I think they might have been backed in a bit, but I think they should be slight favourites. Yeah. Okay. And so... I do you know if the Warriors turn around and prove me wrong and. I'd end up winning handy. I'll hold my hands up. But just based on what I've seen so far, I do think the Celtics should be slight favourites. Yeah. yeah. And would you be betting them at 2.35 or would you be doing what we've mentioned before and betting Jason Tatum finals MVP at 2.8? 2.8? Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's tempting. That would be tempting. Who, yeah. Who's the next? Jalen Brown, the next favourite Celtic? Yeah, 12s. 12s? 2.8 to 12s. It, it's, it's not as clear cut as Luca and Brunson was in the last round. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like 100 to 1. Yeah. But... 2.8 if you're going to back the Celtics I don't think you could go wrong putting half your stake on the Celtics and half your stake on uh, Tatum to uh, bring your average odds up yeah bring your average odds up true yeah. Uh, yeah that's probably what I would do I again I'm not because I'm already on them but I I've seen enough fuckery from them to put me off betting them from here yeah that's fair and like to the point where I've actually considered the the middle like the he- hedging on the middle which is having the same outcome no matter what instead yeah. of double on the Celtics at the that's minute. so boring though it is boring and like like in life you can't sit in the fence right? yeah like like anyway. sometimes you can like if you had a ticket for a hundred grand and you could middle at like seven it's funny because I'm just thinking back to another podcast where I was like we've learned to hedge a lot more I know. but in saying that sometimes it's really fucking boring not in the finals like you no. can't hedge in the you finals have to you, have to, you have to you need skin in the game yeah so you're you're a born cunt if you're hedging in the finals. Yeah, and like there's there's sides in life, people pick a side. Sometimes you have to have fun, and exactly. gambling's fun. <laughs> picking teams is fun, and picking a winner is fun. Yeah, now, and losing is not fun. Qualify so, this by saying we have this, we have the luxury of this because we're already winning no matter what. Yeah, I'm I've done very well in that, <laughs> so I'm happy enough either way. But yeah. like I could middle, like you say, I could middle and you know run a nice profit either way. But I do, I do, I believe in the Celtics team. I really do. I mm. think. Yeah, oh god, I'm getting excited now talking about this. Yeah. And I'm going to miss the first game because it's in, we're in Spain and it's going to be fucking like three in the morning. Yeah, the I was going to bring that up. So are they all late ones again? Yeah, it's and then I think it's 2am tip-off uh, our time, which is three in Spain. And then it's usually 15 minutes late, so it'll be quarter past three. So uh, it's after travelling and stuff, I'm going to have to watch it tomorrow morning. Yeah, but, so and that'll be game one tonight being Saturday. Or sorry. What day is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Game um, two is Sunday. There's longer. Uh, yeah, longer breaks between. Yeah, yeah. between games, so which is kind of days. annoying not having NBA every day. 
It is annoying. But yeah. then it makes the games more special when they're on. Like it's it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, one another thing I want to say is, don't be surprised if there's an absolute dildo fest of a game here where both teams turn over City. Do you know you know how the Warriors can get and how the Celtics can get as well with turnovers? Like mm-hmm. there could be a really really bad. Do game. you see any any big blowout games, or do you think these teams will both keep it tight? Um, yeah, I, why not? Because the whole playoffs has been like that. Like the Warriors got beat by fifty by the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies you know, yeah. but like without Ja, I, I, why not? You know, teams get hot from three. We've seen the Warriors pack it in when they know games are gone. Yeah. You know, that, that, like that Grizzlies game, if you're down 30, four minutes into the third quarter, you've probably lost. The, you know, sometimes we've seen them pack it in. So. True. True. Especially if they have a chance to close it out. But then it's the finals. Do you pack in games? I don't know. I, I, I do think there'll be, there'll be blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. And what? Okay. Then if I was the with all that in mind, everything we've talked about, if you were to make a prediction in the score Celtics and 6 Celtics 4-2 yeah I'll go 1-H in San Francisco 2-0 at home then so that's 3-1 yeah then the Warriors go back and win 3-2 and then Celtics close them out at home redemption for the the Heat not closing out game 6 yeah Yeah, Celtics and 6 why not Celtics and 6 okay fuck this is hard oh that's hard for me to say too because I like the Warriors are my favourite team yeah. But you have to put your gambling hat on. Like, in terms of every time I go to say the Warriors, it's I just the wee the voice in my head goes, that's just because you like the Warriors. And, you know, I do, I do like the Celtics. And it's like, looking at the Celtics team, they're so fucking scary. Yeah. Like, I think, God, I'm going to say Warriors in seven. Ooh, that yeah. would be good. Like a proper fucking... I don't think I'd hate that. You know, a game seven would be class. Yeah. Warriors in seven, the final, like triumphant fucking culmination of the Steph uh, Clay and Draymond thing because everyone's like you know they've still got more years and all but I'm sorry but with Clay's injuries and all yeah like people are like he's only going to get better but there's also more chance of him getting injured again but Poole could get better Kaminga Moody yeah true but I no I, I think I think this will be like the kind of you know the, yeah, the last hurrah of this team yeah I could see it yeah because I mean, do you know people saying Curry's as good as he ever was but like which is fair, you know, he's, he's been amazing, but, like, this is the age where the cliff might happen. Yeah. Like you know, James he loses Harden. a bit of athleticism, can't get the shots off. Yeah. Like, there's a cliff there. Yeah. We're, we've seen it so many times. It, it's not a it's not a dramatic, or sorry, it's not a gradual fall-off no. for, the, for for these, like, For some players. players. It's a... It's a cliff. Especially if you're at the top, 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 where, like, and what his game's predicated on, and, like, how much running he has to do and yeah, how much movement. he's based on shooting. Do you know? Yeah, athleticism. Because he's small, remember? Yeah. Like, he's a, he's there's, strong, there's just a couple of wee things that have crept in this year that I've noticed, like the, missing the free throws. Ever since the news came out about him and his wife that, having an open That's a weird one. Yeah. Because I don't think it's true, but I think he's rattled. Something happened. It's made him start missing or, free throws. Yeah, I've seen people say it was about his mum and his dad too. Well, um, true. All that I mean, that stuff. Divorce but is hard on kids. Something. <laughs> <laughs> it is. He's thirty three, but kids, yeah, yeah. But have you seen his mum's new boyfriend? No. Ah, he's not good looking. No. And she's she's a good looking woman. Yeah. Yeah. What's his mum's name? Sonia. Google oh. her there. Sonia Curry. Well, I don't know if she kept the name. Don't know what her maiden name is. Sorry. I'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, so there's just a few wee things have crept in that have made me. Do you know? It's a weird one that because the moment dad got divorced and then like he was Del Curry was NBA basketball player like really good three point shooter. And then the mum's new boyfriend, I think, might have played high school football and owns like a stationery company. Maybe I'm making that up. Oh, really? But like, do you know Is the... this a dream you had? No. Okay, no. yeah, yeah, she's great. 
Yeah, but um, like to go from an NBA player to like a, a high school football guy. I mean, he's in his fifties now. Yeah, but maybe she's happy. Who knows? Maybe. But anyway, it's resulted in uh, before we get very Love Island with this. It's uh, yeah, it starts on Monday. Yes, I know. Uh, oh, Love Island podcast. A Love, a Love Island podcast. Tell you what, I've made a fortune on Love Island before. True. Oh, we need to do a Love Island podcast. Yeah, Michael Owen's daughter's on it, and uh, uh, who wants or not? Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah, fucking great for gambling on if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's do it. Shout out Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp, one of the best bets ever. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So there's another another off season idea. We're coming up with loads of ideas here. Another off season podcast idea is our uh, TV specials and you know other such oh, things. Oh, I lost a fortune on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, what did you call? I was him? on Harvey, Harvey and Maisie Williams. No, that's Maisie. the girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, Maisie something. She was the girl from EastEnders. Yeah, and. Uh, Bill Bailey Bill ended up fucking Bailey. winning Bill and he, like in the final him. Harvey got and fucked by Bill Bailey yeah Harvey and Will, uh, Harvey and William Harvey and Maisie both got like tens yeah. like loads of tens and Bill was getting like eights and stuff and he won because the fucking fans loved him and yeah. I was I, I lost a clean fortune on that yeah yeah you, you and I had to watch every episode of fucking Strictly <laughs> yeah. you wrote me into that I'll never forget I'll never forget the image of him doing the uh, you know the oh fuck what's that dance called uh, the jive? Master Flash in the Furious Five, uh, the song. Was it the jive? Uh, but I can't remember. But can't yeah, remember. him with the on the on the bench and the lamppost and the yeah. newspaper and the boat. Yeah. Now he was good to be fair to him for his age and all, and yeah. he he gave it rice. But yeah, that was a hard one to take. Also, I wish he could bet on the Masked Singer. Oh, you love I've the never Masked Singer is so good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But it's kind of it's very pre-recorded. I don't know if he can bet on it. Mm, oh, like, you can! I saw odds, but it's Labrooks, and I can't bet with them. And it's probably like those ones where you can bet right before the series, or do you know because once the series starts, already been decided. Is that one of those? No, ones? they keep it like secret. They keep it secret, so you can still bet on it. Okay, but it's yeah. low limits and it's hard to get on. It's yeah. not on Betfair. Okay, fair. Um, but yeah, definitely one for for the off season. But um, how do we get onto this? Oh, Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, how do we get on? Oh yeah, why is Steph Curry missing free throws? Yeah. So anyway, just to, to wrap up that rambling sequence is that I there, I've seen some things this year from Curry that make me ponder if next year the Warriors can can live up to their expectations and if their youth are good enough to pick up the slack that where their older players might drop off. Yeah. But I mean, geez, that's conjecture. Like, and who knows? But uh, yeah. So I think I got onto that because I thought I'm picking Warriors in seven. So okay. don't get me wrong. I win more money if the Celtics win, and I I could see all manner of things happening. But just in order to pick a pick a side for for yeah. shits and gigs, the the modelers are begging for the Celtics to win. Yeah, the models are quite big on them. Uh, it's easy to see why with the defensive numbers and mm-hmm. the advanced stats and stuff. But the models have been big on the Celtics for years, and I think it finally took a better coach than Brad Stevens or a different coach than Brad Stevens because I mean the players are all the same players that were there really more or less yeah yeah more or less so took a bit of maturity and a coaching change to, and to then yeah then getting older because they all and they're better I mean yeah but I mean like Marcus Smart's in his 30s now he's got to be and yeah but like their main players Brian Horford's Tatum, in his mid 30s are all yeah. you know but yeah it's going to be it's going to be a great finals I'm really really looking forward to it it, should, it could well be the best finals for in quite a few years hopefully for no hope for no injuries because it Honestly, yeah, yeah injuries it. are in it, and Completely. it it just it just it creates a conversation that's so boring. Yeah. Like, oh well, if he hadn't been injured, it's like I just want to watch the two best teams. Yeah. Play each like other. I don't even want Warriors injuries, and I make a lot more money if the Celtics win. I would yeah. hate that. I I I not even looking forward to taking the piss. Good, I would like just good basketball, good series. Yeah. Who's your finals MVP pick? Uh, I have a bit of money on Tatum, from when I was shit. I need to actually add that into my. 
into my calculations. Yeah, I've got some money on Tatum from a couple of months ago, and I've got money on Pool. My two finals MVP bets I've done. Tatum and Pool. Yeah, uh, I had. Yeah. I, I, I think I had a wee bit on Luca, but uh, I've got. I had money on Pool, and uh, Pool has kind of died off a bit. Yeah, and I I think as well he mightn't see the court as much yeah. the finals because he's gonna because he's get picked on. on. Yeah, so I think it was a bit of a crapshoot because he was like eighty to one. That was I think I still think that was a good bet. Yeah, so I bet him at eighty to one, and I bet uh, Tatum. So from here, uh, you can't look past Tatum at two point eight if you're picking if you're picking a final. What's the Curry odds? Hmm? What's the Curry odds? One point nine. I think Curry uh, is the odds that the Warriors should be. Yeah, so do I. Do I mean? wouldn't be backing Curry at one point nine. No, his like fair enough. He's the the rightful favorite. Like basically, well, I'll shout out the name and odds, and you tell me if they have if they're value or if they have a hope. Just say you know yes yeah. if they are. So, uh, Curry at one point nine. Is he value? Or he has a good. He... Oh, he's got a chance, but he's not value. Yeah, Tatum two point eight. Uh, yeah, he's value. Tatum Brown at twelve. Nah, nah, I don't no, think no so. way. Uh, Clay Thompson at seventeen. Absolutely not. No, especially if he gets picked on. I think uh, Draymond Green is a better chance uh, of Draymond MVP, finals MVP than Clay. Yeah, uh, Marcus Smart twenty sixes. Oh, is he the next one? Yeah. Uh, that's a bollocks. I thought you might have got some value on him. What is he? Twenty one. Twenty six. Twenty six. Uh He's, I, I think Smart's more likely to win it than Jalen Brown. So oh, yeah, he's value yeah, in that regard. Yeah, I feel like Brown will never get it over Tatum. No, never. There's no way Brown will... It, like even, it, if, even if he drops like near 30 points in some games, he doesn't He doesn't get... He do, he just It's a staff filling thing, right? It's a turnover and, machine as well. Yeah, and, yeah. No, I think Smart is the value there. Yeah, uh, Poole, 29s. No, not for me. No. Uh, Wiggins at 34s. Um, oh, I thought Draymond would have been the next one. Draymond's already been in. He's 17s. Oh, sorry, I missed that. He's the okay. same odds as Clay. Oh, okay, right, yes. Yeah, Draymond should be slightly shorter than Clay, I think. Yeah, Wiggins, uh, 34s. I'd rather be on Wiggins than Clay. And now what may be the biggest value pick of them all, Al Horford at 61. He could have, he probably will have the highest plus minus, like yeah. he did in the conference finals. Yeah. I thought he should have won in the conference. Shout out our brother Michael, who no, he tipped, and then we all actually got a bit on. Uh, Tatum Horford. was the, the rightful winner. Tatum was the rightful winner, but... We got a bit on Horford at 75s because it was probably value. He went it, off at 20s for game six. Yeah, so. I feel like he would have won it if Tatum didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then after that, there's no point really thinking about... What's m- Time Lord? 150s. Yeah, he's hasn't a hope. He's too injured. Yeah. I, I think that's my big worry. That That's the that's hanging over all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I could sound... I'm saying about how great the Celtics are, but if Time Lord comes out and starts feeling his knee in game one, that completely changes my opinion. If Time Lord's out for the series... Oh, that that's completely different. The, then these odds are, are fair. You think that is more spot on to Time Lord being out? Yeah. Odds? Okay. Yeah. Or being being injured, you know, the way yeah. he was against the Heat, he, he wasn't himself. Like lack of minutes, missing some of game here. Yeah, and, and looking unathletic and looking slow and a bit like cumbersome. And I, I do think, now that is my biggest worry because when was the last game the Celtics played? Wednesday, I think it was Saturday, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So Sunday to Thursday, is that enough time to get your knee right? Maybe not. So uh, yeah, he's just fucking injected yeah. to the stem cells. And well, I hope so. That's, that's, that's my big worry. If if he comes out game one and looks fine, yeah, I think we've got a, a, a really, really good... I think we should be favourites, but it is worrying. Yeah. Okay, and finally, uh, who do you think is going to win game one? Um, Warriors win game one, Celtics win game two. I think Celtics still have a bit of a conference finals hangover? Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 it's guessing, like, you know, it's... Yeah. I easily could be wrong, but that's... Yeah, why not? Warriors game one, Celtics Warriors game two. Warriors game one. Okay, yeah. so, for, in order for... Or looking forward to our next one, it'll probably be the day of game three, right? Yeah, game one is tonight, game two is Sunday night. Oh, so no. 
and then we get home from Spain on the Tuesday. Yeah. I think game three must be the Wednesday. Game three is the Wednesday. So okay. we'll probably record either before or after game three, around game three. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we'll see from there. So. Oh shit, I was, why did I have it in my head that we'd be recording after the finals were over? I forgot the finals take so long because there's yeah, so much time in between. Well, yeah, that's, no, we'll that's have... another thing for Robert Williams. More time in between games is good for him. Yeah, true. So that's that's positive, maybe. Better for the Celtics. Yeah. So yeah, we should have a, another update for you in, you know, some about halfway through the series. And then uh, following that, it'll probably be a post, post-finals post breakdown um, and see where the dust has settled after the entire, you know, it'll be a good time to do a summary of the whole year's outrights and, yeah. and moving on from there, uh, moving on to next year. Yeah, I have some life advice. Go for it. Um, if you are renting a house and you decide to move house, don't take the power cable for your BT openreach modem with you because the girl who was in my house last took the power cable for the BT openreach modem and now I can't get fucking internet in for another like two weeks until they get a guy out. Doing my fucking head in. Is there one online? I, I tried, it didn't work. And then the box started smelling like it was burning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. No I plugged way. it in yesterday and was like, right, here we go. Happy days. The light didn't come on and like I've, I've got COVID. Uh, Covid took my smell and still, still I has. You're gonna say brain. No, I do have covid brain, but covid took my smell and still kind of has it. So I started smelling burning. And I was like, I went down, down and sniffed the box and was like, oh god, there's something's wrong here. So I need to get a guy out to fix the box and then get a new park cable. So I don't even have fucking internet for the finals. I have to like stream the games off my hotspot and then that nearly burns a hole in your hand. Your phone gets so and hot. You also got spoiled. Yeah, I did. That's why when we were talking about the Jimmy Butler shot, I was like. Oh, I was so worried when he had the ball, but I wasn't because I knew the fucking outcome again. Because uh, I watched did the first you lie half on a podcast. I did, yeah. I watched the first half, and then the guy came to put Sky TV in, to put yeah. the satellite in. So I moved from the I was streaming the match on my TV. So then I moved up to my office to watch the rest of it on my phone. Opened up the app, and it was just the Celtics players holding the Eastern Conference <laughs> title, and I went. Yes, but for fuck's sake. Yeah, so, it is shit though. It, it Although, is shit. how fucking stressed would you have been watching that? Oh yeah, uh, stress levels would have been. And I watch it in the morning when it's like my calmest part of the day. Do you know? And before you've hit the caffeine set in. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. But two cups deep <laughs> okay. by the fourth quarter. I do my first cup for the start and my second cup at halftime. He's a creature so, of habit. Yeah, and then you move on. The I've been drinking the Lucas Aid Orange recently for my midday caffeine. Some and would Red, say autistic. And Red Bull. Eh. Some would be right. And <laughs> moving on to and uh, red BPM. Oh, oh, you're not drinking that, are you? Oh, well, for a treat every now and then. It's like a fucking it's eighty grams great. of sugar or something like that. Yeah, it's fourteen grams per hundred, which is like what Coke used to be in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. But more life advice: if you want low calorie red BPM, uh, you can try the Boost, the Red Boost. It's seven grams of carbs per hundred, so it's half the calories. Or the red monster is uh, <laughs> laughing at me. The red monster is uh, zero sugar and it tastes kind of similar. So there you go. There you go. So if you're interested in uh, low calorie alternatives to red BPM, you've tuned into the right podcast. So yeah, with that, <laughs> I we'll could do this. an energy drinks podcast. Yeah, you could think, we could take this in all number of ways. Energy drinks for Love Island is what I'm. Is what I'm, oh, I'm. I'm very looking forward to that. The Love yeah. Island one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll be watching that 100. percent Yeah. Great TV. Starts on Monday. It's so terrible, might, but it's great. Might miss the first couple episodes. We'll it's catch like up. Lord Voldemort. Terrible, but great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And right. on that, we'll leave it there. And on that, right. Uh, and yes, good luck to anyone who has any bets on the finals and let us know how you get on. Yeah, bet the Celtics, enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you in a week. Yeah, see you.